You are listening to the YLM Sermon of the Week podcast with Apostle Willie Tolbert. Be blessed and refreshed by this relevant word from the Lord. Oh, let it rise. Amen. I agree with you. Amen. We thank God. Amen. For that ministry. Amen. Of Elder Shonda Brown and Pastor Will Brown. Amen. Let it rise. Let the glory of the Lord, let it rise. Amen. Call a neighbor, call a friend. Let them know that Yes Lord Ministries is now on the air. Woo, my God. I tell you what a day. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I feel a praise break coming on right now. Amen. Let the glory of the Lord let it rise. Amen. 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 We give honor to God, who's the head of our life, to his son, Jesus Christ, to the precious Holy Spirit. We thank God for Apostle Mamie Tarver, Pastor Steve Tarver, Pastor Hector Cassandra Ford, Pastor Carolyn Doherty, Pastor Von Dell Scott, Prophetess Sonia Lewis. Amen. All of our ministers, all of the precious people of God, those in the fivefold ministry that are welcoming and joining with us rather on today. Amen. We're just so excited. I'll tell you, I'm just ready to go higher in the Lord. Amen. Let it rise. Let the glory of the Lord, let it rise. Amen. 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 I tell you, God is just so amazing. Amen. If you know that God is amazing, can you put it in the comments? Amen. 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 Our God is an awesome God. He reigns in heaven and earth with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Amen. Praise God. Well, let's get ready to get into this word on today. Amen. We thank God for how awesome he is. Amen. Get your Bibles if you would. Let's go with us to a very familiar scripture. Amen. Uh, uh, for those of you that read your Bible, very interesting scripture for those of you that would like to begin in the book of Genesis. That's right. The first book in the Bible, the book of Genesis, chapter 32, verses 9 through 12. The book of Genesis, chapter 32, verses 9 through 12. I'll be reading out of the King James Version today, just in case you have a different translation, at least you know that we're on the same block. Amen. Genesis chapter 32, verses 9 through 12. And it reads like this in my Bible. And Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, the Lord which said unto me, return unto thy country and to thy kindred, and I will dwell and deal well with thee. Verse 10. I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies and of all the truth which thou hast shown unto thy servant. For with my staff, I have passed over this Jordan and now am become two bands. Verse 11, deliver me. Hey, glory to God. I pray thee from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him lest he will come and smite me and the mother with the children. Verse 12, and thou said, I will surely do thee good and make thy seed as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. Amen. I want to go back to verses 9 and verse 12. Verse 9 says, 
And Jacob said, O God my, of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, the Lord which said unto me, Return unto thy country and to thy kindred, and I will deal well with thee. Verse 12, and thou says, I will surely do thee good and make thy seed as the sand of the sea, which cannot be multiplied. And I want to talk with you in the time that's allotted to me from this subject, holding on to God's word, holding on to God's word. I want you to touch and agree with me on these several things as of our reading his written word, hearing his spoken word and receiving the rhema word. We should now begin to experience the manifested word, enjoy the fruit, prosperity, success, the victory, the touch of his word in Jesus' name. Would you lift your hands before the Lord and say, Lord Jesus, as the servant has decreed and declared, be it so in Jesus' name. Give him a praise because he's going to do just that. Holding on to God's word. Amen. In this particular lesson, uh, I want you to visualize this and I want to paint a picture with you. And we're going to be talking about Jacob's vision at Manaheim and his fear of Esau as we look at these verses between verses one and through eight. But the angels of God appeared to Jacob to encourage him with the assurance of divine protection. And this is so amazing that when God designs his people for great trials, he prepares them by great comforts. While Jacob, to whom the promise belonged, because remember, God spoke to Abraham, says, I'm going to bless you, multiply you. And then he says, because of his willingness to trust God, God says that I'm going to bless, bless, multiply, multiply. When you look at chapter 28, of the book of Genesis. So here we find that that as we go, then it goes on to Isaac, and Isaac now becomes the conduit of the promises of God, right on to his son, Jacob. Oh my God, I feel a breakthrough for somebody. Watch this now. So Esau was become a prince since Jacob sent a message showing that he did not insist upon the birthright yielding pacifies great offenses. And so when you look at Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 4, then we find also that we must not refuse to res speak respectively even to those unjustly angry with us. Jacob received an account of Esau's warlike preparations against him and was greatly afraid, but a lively sense of danger and quickening fear arising from it may be found united with humble confidence in God's power and promise. So what am I saying? Because when you go back in history and you do research on scripture, you find that at birth, it, it, that there was some tussling going on between Jacob and Esau. And then later, as they became adults, that uh, Jacob, the Bible says, stole Esau's birthright. And, and, and just to give you a brief history, back in that day, the fathers would always decree, the one that was the patriarch of the family would always make a prophetic declaration. And I believe in the name of Jesus that we need to go back to that, where the fathers begin to prepare and make prophetic declarations over their children and their children's children and their children's children and speak it 
so that there could be a legacy of inheritance. Are you with me? What are you saying? I'm saying speak positive things. I decree and declare that my sons are going to exceed and excel far beyond my success. Are you with me? Yes, I'm blessed. I'm successful. I'm prosperous. But God is going to bless my sons to be more successful and more prosperous than I. Why? My father, who was a great man of God when he was alive, what he did, he left and prepared a legacy. He made prophetic declarations over his children. He owned mutual, uh, numerous properties, rather. And so that blessing came on me. So what am I saying? The founders could lay a foundation. Are you with me? Lay a foundation so that each generation will build upon the other. Are you with me? Oh, my God. I feel a breakthrough for somebody. Watch this now. And so here we find in this scripture that as we move progress now, that it is now, oh, let me just re, re, back up a little bit. So also, when you look at the prophetic promises from Abraham to Isaac to Jacob, that Abraham was the receiver of, of the word, are you with me? And so Isaac being the conduit of that prophetic word, remember I bless, bless, multiply, multiply. And so Isaac now gets an opportunity to also experience prosperity and success because of the word that was given to his father. I, whoo, my God, somebody gonna get a praise break today. Watch this. So now Jacob, in this 32nd chapter of Genesis, he now becomes the recipient of that prophetic word. So what am I saying? Let me break this thing down. So with every prophecy, watch this, when we get a prophetic word, thank the Lord for it, yes. But also ask God, say, Father, where am I in the process of this word? Am I the first to receive it? Am I the conduit of it? Or am I the recipient of it? Uh-huh. What are you saying? Because depending upon where you are in the process, that usually determines what you encounter to see that word come alive in your life. Is this making sense to anybody? If you you get in the understanding, put it in there. Uh, I got it, God. Thank you. Or thank you, Lord. Or thank you, Jesus. Put something in there that you can say that you're responding. Because why? This is important for you to know. Because you don't want to just, like that song said, just got me going around in circles. You want to know. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans that I have for you. They are good and not evil. And it has an anticipated end. See, you, listen, you're not just here on earth just to exist. You are here on earth to fulfill a purpose. Oh, my God. God has a purpose for your life. Yes, you got to know that. You need to look in the mirror and tell yourself, God has a purpose for me. Call your name. God has a purpose for Royce. God has a purpose for India. God has a purpose for Teresa. God has a purpose for Sarah. I could go on and on. God has a purpose. Oh, my God, my God. And so as we look at this lesson, watch this. So Jacob now gets to a point in the scripture where he becomes concerned. 
he becomes perplexed with what he's facing. Now, let me just say this too. There is always consequences to decisions we make. Yeah, 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 yeah. You remember when we were younger, those that had concerned parents, they said, don't touch the hot stove. Why? You'll get, it's hot and you may get burned. Are you with me? So what? Curiosity says, oh, no, it's not going to happen. Oh, I can what? Handle it. So what do we do? When nobody's around, nobody's looking, what do we do? We touch the stove and whoa, we realize what? It is hot. And so why? Watch this now. And I recall, I'll tell on myself. So when I touched it, guess what? I couldn't hide the evidence. Why? Because the area that I touch manifested. What are you saying? Sooner or later, I got blisters on my hand, on my fingers. Are you with me? So I tried to put cold water on it. So I had to what? Go back to the one who told me do not do it. Told me about that there are consequences. And guess what? I had to trust them, lean to them, depend on them to put the ease to it. So they would either put some cocoa butter or some butter on. Are you with me? Listen, listen, I'm telling you, God is awesome. Yes, he is. So I want you to understand. My God, can you just take a moment and let's lift our hands up to God. My God, let's lift our hands up to God and tell the Lord, thank you. Amen. Because God is so awesome. I, I just feel a praise break for somebody. Are you with me? I just feel a praise break for someone. But there are consequences to our decisions. That's just like if we decide we're going to live for God, there are consequences. But they're good ones. Watch this. I will bless you and multiply. That's what he said to Abraham. I will bless you and multiply you. Listen, do you not know that we are benefactors of that word? Yes, yes. We can benefit from being blessed, multiplied, and multiplied. Oh my God, yes. God has not forgotten you. So Jeremiah 29, 11, behold, I know the plans that I have for you, but let's watch this out. So in the text, we find that Jacob is fearful because he does not know has Esau had a change of mind. Are you with me? And, and, and I want to encourage you today that in times of fear should be times of prayer. In times of fear should be times of prayer. Don't let fear paralyze you. I don't care if it's sickness. I don't care if it's finances. I don't care if it's relationship. In times of fear, it should be times of prayer. Whatever causes fear should drive us to our knees, to our God. Jacob had lately seen his guards of angels, but in this distress, he applied to God, not to the angels. He knew they were God's fellow servants, according to Revelation 22, verse 9. There cannot be a better pattern for true prayer than this. Are y'all with me? Is this helping anybody? So here, Jacob goes into a thankful acknowledgement of former undeserved favor. So in other words, here, here's what he's saying when you look at that verse 9. 
And Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, the Lord which said unto me, return unto thy country and to thy kindred, and I will deal well with thee. I don't know who I'm talking to that this lesson is relevant for, but I want to encourage you that if whatever promise God made to you, you can rest assured, you can get sleep at night, you can go through your day knowing that God does not lie. He says, I've spoken it once, I've spoken it twice. Can I not bring that thing to pass? Whoa, my God. We need to give God some praise right now because even Abraham and Jeremiah declared, the word says, behold, I'm the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? The answer was no. Glory to God in the highest. No, there is nothing too hard for God. So, and God spoke to him that word in verse nine, but Jacob in verse 10, and this is what the enemy will do. You got to watch the words that you say after you pray. Watch the words that you say after you pray. In verse 10, he says, I am not worthy of the least of all thy mercies and of all the truth which thou hast shown unto thy servant. For my staff and I passed over this Jordan. Now I am become two bands. Now, I will say this. It is amazing how that in the midst of adversity, when God shows his favorable hand towards you, that you still are being blessed. You're still being prosperous. You're still being successful. You're still being victorious, even though you personally may not feel it. So what is, they used to sing a song, count your blessings, see what the Lord has done, count your many blessings, name them one by one. Come on now. Y'all remember, see, they don't sing too many of them songs like that now, but they need to because why? Count your blessings, name them one by one, count your blessings, see what God has done. Count your blessings, see what God has done. I know I'll make up a song anytime. But count your many blessings, see what the Lord has done. I mean, we used to go in on that. Because why? It was letting us know if God has blessed you to wake up in the morning, God has blessed you with life, health, and strength. God has blessed you with a job. God has blessed you with a roof over your head. Count your blessings. Woo, my God. And so then he said, glory to your name, glory to your name. He, watch this now. In verse 11, he said, deliver me. I pray thee from the hand of my brother and from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, lest he will come and smite me and the mother with the children. Now, I want you to understand something here. Yes, as I stated, you got to understand. The best we can say to God in prayer is what he said to us. Thus, he made the name of the Lord Jacob, made the name of the Lord his strong tower, and could not but be safe. Jacob's fear did not make him sink into despair, nor did his prayer make him presume upon God's mercy without the use of means. But God answers prayers 
by teaching us to order our affairs aright, to pacify Esau, Jacob sent him a present. We do must not despair of reconciling ourselves of those most angry with us. I want you to understand that, listen, Jacob been through some stuff. He wasn't, you know, like an angel. He went through some stuff. But one thing about it, when God has his hands on you, when God has the favor upon you, when God has a prophetic word of regarding your life, you need to understand that God's going to fulfill it. We may not dot every I, cross every T, but one thing about it, God is good to me. Are you with me? But this is something I want you to understand. Because when you look at this chapter, you find also that the angels God met him, met Jacob, was the visible appearance for him, whether in a vision uh, by day or in a dream by night, as when he saw them walk up and down the ladder in chapter 28, verse 12. But listen, I love what Hebrews 1, 13 and 14 says. But to which the angels said, say he at any time, sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool, footstool, verse 14, and are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? Listen, angels of the Lord appeared before Jesus. They ministered to him after he went through the enemy's test. Oh my God, I don't know who this is lesson is for, but I want to encourage you. That God was strengthened. Yes, you may not see uh, figures in white uh, 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 uniforms or long wings and all, but you will feel the presence of God. You will feel the peace of God. Am I helping anybody here? So here, what you want to see here, in his distress, uh, Jacob did some things. He Verse 7, 8 says how he divides his company. Watch this, because he was fearful. He didn't know what's happening. Look, he told me, so look, if I listen one company this way with a couple of wives over this way, another company will stay this way with a couple of wives. So if you get anybody, at least I still got a family. I mean, I'm telling you, when, you, when you're going through sometimes, your mind will speak and have you doing some amazing things, some crazy things. But you got to just, whoa, 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 slow down. But God says to he whose mind is what? Stayed on thee, stay fixed, posture on God. He will keep you in perfect peace. Listen, I had a time last week. It was a day that started out. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? And it was like kind of like rocking a little bit. Y'all probably ain't had those kind of days. It was kind of rocking me a little bit. And I remember what the word says. So I went in prayer. I went in a praise. And I just said, God. And I started going into the word of God. And I said, God, I need to hear you right now. I need you to speak to me. I need you to turn some things around right now. And let me tell you, the word of God works. And God lifted what was trying to weigh on me. Am I? Do I have any witness? Am I the only one that experienced the move of God, the presence of God? Oh, my God. So here he said that many are the troubles of the righteous in this world. And sometimes the end of one is the beginning of another. The clouds return after the rain. But Jacob, though a man of great faith, yet was not greatly afraid. But watch this now. 
a lively apprehension of danger and quickening fear arising from it may very well consist with a humble confidence in God's power and promise. Christ himself in his agony was sorely amazed, but he puts himself into the best posture of defense that is present circumstances will admit. It was absurd to think of making resistance all his contraments ways to escape. But watch this now. Here's what I love about it. Our rule is to call upon God in the time of trouble. We have here an example to this rule. Watch this now. It was now a time of Jacob's trouble, but he shall be saved out of it. Since in this world, Jesus said in John 10, in this world, we shall have trials and tribulations. But he said, be a good cheer. You shall overcome because why? I've already overcame. Somebody need to give God a praise right there. I've already overcame. And times of fear should be times of prayer. Whatever frightens us should drive us to our knees, as I stated earlier. And you got to understand that God got you. Now, let me get ready to close this lesson. Watch what verse 12 says. Is this helping anybody? Watch this. Verse 12 says, And thou said, you said, God, I will surely do thee good and make thy seed as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for a multitude. Because remember now in Genesis, in around chapter 11, chapter 12, when God told Abraham, he said, look up, look at, look, look, count the stars. So, and I never forget when we were younger, I would try to count the stars to whoop, whoop, whoop. did if my eyes were bad off to try to remember where was I at last, you know. And, and he said, I can't count them. He says, just like the sands of the sea. If I held a palm full of sand in my hand, no one watching right now could count how many grains of sand it is. And just think of that. If what is in my hand and there's still more sand and God says to Abraham, I'm going to bless you greater than that. That's a praise break right there. Somebody ought to run around and tell the Lord, thank you. Because why? It's letting us know that God is bigger than our problems. My God, my God, my God. I say, God is bigger than my problem. Y'all got to understand. Oh, God, thank you, Holy Spirit. Watch this. Let me, let me, share, with, let me share this with you. Watch this. This is going to help you. So visualize. We're serving an awesome God. Would you agree? We serve a mighty God. Would you agree? Watch this now. You're not bigger than God. I'm not bigger than God. But your problem cannot go up to God, it comes down to where? You. Y'all gonna get this. Y'all gonna get this, right? So if my problem or whatever adversity or challenge that I get or you experience, it has to come down to you. Somebody gonna get it. Somebody gonna get it. So when you get that problem, when you get that sickness, when you get that financial dilemma, when you get people lying on you, they have to come down to your space. But watch this now. But by you giving God praise, while you giving God the glory, 
whatever you're going through, it it's going to be drowned. It's going to be sabotaged. It's going to be jumped by God. My God, my God. Let me, let me, let me, let me show y'all an example. Here's a cup. And I'm going to use this example. I'm going to use this example. So visualize this cup. And so then I'm just trying to pull some things around it. So then watch this now. So then this juice comes near me, right? Y'all with me, right? So this juice, my God, this, this, I'm I'm going to show y'all something today. Listen, I, I, I love teaching. You know what I'm saying? So I like to make some things clear. So watch this now. So then this here juice, which let's say going to be the enemy, want to come and weigh me down. Are you with me? It want to weigh me down. Somebody going to get it. Somebody going to get it. It wants to weigh me down. Watch this now. And then it puts a cap on it. As if it wants to say, you ain't going nowhere. But wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Then when I call on the name of Jesus in the midst of what I'm going through and God sends his angels and sometimes God will come himself and then he will surround what I'm going through. Woo, my God. And guess what? The enemy that you see, you shall see them no more. Oh, my God, my God, my God. Do you see it? You can't see the juice. You can't even see the cup. Because why? God got you covered. Hold on to God's word. Sometimes all you have is a word from God. Are y'all with me? Oh, my God, I feel a praise break right there. Hold on to God's word. My God, let me hurry. Let me hurry. Let me hurry. My God. And so that verse 12 says, and thou said, you said this, God, I will surely do thee good and make thy seed as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. So, so what are you saying, God? God is not a God that lies. Are you with me? God does not lie. God cannot lie. If he said, I'm the Lord thy God that healeth thee, and with your stripes you are healed in Jesus' name. My God, watch this now. And even when it comes to prosperity, 3 John verse 2, above all, I would that you you prosper as your soul does prosper. It's not just money, but it's having the right mindset. It's having peace in your heart. It's having your bank accounts, your investments full. Oh, my God, my God. Listen, what you're going through right now may not be indicative or reflective or look like what God promised you, but I'm telling you to hold on to God's unchanging hand. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. Woo. Heaven and earth may pass away, but my word, my word, my word shall last 
forever. Oh, glory, glory, glory to God. My God, my God, my God. Let me give you this story as I get ready to close. Uh, I found this lesson that it says about faith. And the, and the illustrator goes that when he was a boy in the spring of the year, and when the snow had melted away on the New England hills where he lived, he said, I used to take a certain kind of glass and hold it up to the warm rays of the sun. These would strike on it, and I would set the woods on fire. He said, faith is the glass that brings the fire of God out of heaven. It was faith that drew the fire down on Carmel and burned up Elijah's offerings. We had the same God today and the same faith. Some people seem to think that faith is getting old and that the Bible is wearing out. But the Lord, but the Lord will revive his work now and we shall be able to set the world on fire. My God, if each believer has a strong and simple faith, somebody to give God a praise right there. Hold on to God's Woo! word. My God, I pray you were encouraged today. I pray. My God, that you will know that our God is an awesome God. He reigns in heaven and earth. Wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Jacob is a witness that he had a promise. And that's another thing, too. When you're going through, do use God's resume. What did he say about you? What did he promise you? If you have not seen those things come to pass yet, remind God, you said in your word that you're going to do this, I'm going to have that. Woo. My God. Give God some praise right there. Hold on to God's word. My God. Hold on Woo. to God's word. I pray that you were encouraged today and know that there is nothing too hard for God. God can do anything but fail. My God, though the earth be removed and the mountains thereof, woo! God is our rock. He's our strength. He's our strong tower. We can hold on to him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. With thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against thee. Lord, I thank you for your word. Oh, my God. That's right. There's nothing too hard for God. God can do anything. But for even what is now, even when you're going through, <clears throat> there is noise that sometimes will try to shake your faith. Don't worry about the noise. No, 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 no. Don't worry about the noise. God got you. That's right. Woo! God got you. Because even when you're trusting God, even when you're fasting, even when you're praying, 
It doesn't stop to say that the enemy is not going to try to come at you. Remember the scripture says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that shall rise up against you, it's, watch this now, God's going to get rid of it. God's going to take care of your situation. Woo! Isaiah 54, 17. Woo! My God, no weapon. My, and every tongue, that, you, let me tell you what that weapon could be. It could be people's words. They could try to put witchcraft on you. They try to sabotage you. And listen, I'm going to tell you, nothing can outstand the word of God. You may say, well, preacher, sometimes I'm quoting scripture and I'm saying, keep quoting it. That's right. Keep quoting. Keep putting that word in the atmosphere. And I'm going to tell you something. And if you put a praise on top of it, oh, my God. Listen, there are times that I prayed while fasting. There are times that I even had tears coming down my eyes, but I still trust God. And all the saints used to sing this song, hold to the, uh, the horns of the altar. In other words, God, I'm holding on. I ain't letting go. I'm not letting go. Even though in the midst of pain, I've had to praise God in the midst of pain. I had to praise God in the midst of challenges in my finances. I had to praise God. And God delivered my God. David said, I was young, but now I'm over. Never have I seen the righteous forsaken. No, it's seed begging for bread. I'm telling you, our God is an awesome God. I look to the hills for what's coming by help. All my help coming from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Yes. So I got to go. My time is out. But I'm, I want to pray with you right now. There's a person, there's a person that said, I want to give my life to Jesus. Congratulations. We want to pray with you. There may be someone said, I'm looking for a church home. We welcome you to be a part of Yes Lord Ministries. Listen, we are a full gospel, non-denomination, full gospel, Bible-believing church where the word of God comes alive. Yes! We love the word and yes, Lord. Amen. So we want to pray with you. I'm asking every believer on here now that's watching, whether you're watching live, watching the replay, pray right now with us as we pray for those that are praying for the first time. Maybe they're fourth or fifth time. They made up their mind that right now, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to get back with my relationship with God. Let's pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you for encouraging me with your word. I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart and to forgive me of every one of my sins. Cleanse me, Jesus. Wash me. Make me whole. I want to have that assurance that I can always be with you and you will be always be with me. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for my sins. Staying in the grave three days. But on the third day, you rose again with all power in your hand. I believe in my heart, I confess with my mouth that right now I am saved. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. My God, we pray, amen, that as this word was ministered to you, that you, you were encouraged, you were challenged to say, you know, I want to get back with God. I want to give my life to Jesus. Listen, and when you give your life to Jesus, don't think you're not going to have no problems. No. Don't think you're not going to have things that don't go awry in your life. That's life. He said it. In this world, you have trials and tribulation. But he said, be a good cheer. You can overcome because why? I've already overcame. Listen, you can live a victorious life. And we want to celebrate with you because you gave your life to Jesus. Those of you that said, I want to be a part of Yes Lord Ministries. Listen, send us an email. 
at events at ylmconnect.org. Events at ylmconnect.org. Better yet, download our mobile app, whether you have an iPhone or Android, download our mobile app, and then you can fill in the information and respond to let them know on this day, I gave my life to Jesus. On this day, I be I want to become a part of Yes Lord Ministries. Amen. I want to become become a part of our global congregation. Amen. We love you at Yes Lord Ministries. But remember, hold on to God's word. I will turn it back into the hands of Lady India. Amen. My God, I feel a praise break right there. Amen. Knowing that God is an awesome God. We want to hear your testimony of how this word has encouraged you. Go to our YLN uh, Faith Builders Huddles. Amen. Right there on Facebook. Amen. You can go to our YLN Faith Builders Huddle. Share your praise report. Amen. And then while there, take a moment and read the praise reports that are there that it can continue to be faith builders in your life. God bless you. We love you. Thank God for you. Amen. Back into your hands. Welcome to Yes Lord Ministries, a non-denominational, full gospel, Bible-believing church where the Word of God comes alive in your life. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. The YLM mobile app. Text give to 1844-948-3895. Cash app dollar sign Yes Lord M. On Givelify, search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kimmelworth, New Jersey. Our website, visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate. Mail checks and money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, Post Office Box 425 Union, New Jersey 07083. You are invited to our Sunday morning virtual worship experience every first and third Sunday at 10 o'clock a.m. We now have in-person services at 10 o'clock on the second and fourth Sundays. Those services are held at the facilities of Christ Temple Church Ministries located at 260 South 20th Street in Newark, New Jersey. We would love to meet all of our partners and supporters in the New York, New Jersey area, so make plans to join us for corporate worship. For more information, visit www.ylmconnect.org. Every Sunday night at 6 o'clock p.m., join us for our Sunday Night Ignite service. Every Wednesday morning from 5.30 a.m. to 5.45 a.m., join us for corporate prayer. Our call-in number is 716-427-1096 and the access code is 172268-POUND sign. Every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m., join us for Spread the Bread Bible Study as we learn practical truths from God's Word. Follow Yes Lord Ministries on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Subscribe to the Yes Lord Ministries YouTube channel. Subscribe to our free podcast YLM Sermon of the Week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and Google Podcasts. It all comes together on our website www.ylmconnect.org. We've made it easy for you to stay connected. Download the Yes Lord Ministries mobile app from your Apple App Store or Google Play Store today.
On behalf of our senior leaders, Apostle Willie Tolbert, Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert, our lead pastor, Steve Tolbert, and the entire Yes Lord Ministries Church family, thank you for joining us and see you at our next service.